Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. And we are starting a new week, and we have a new topic that we are going to focus on. So I'm so glad that you joined me. Appreciate your taking your time to be it, just a part of this show. And I always appreciate the feedback that I get and any questions you may have. So don't forget to be contacting me uh, through the website for any questions or comments that you may have or, or ideas that you would like me to talk about. And so today we are going to be talking about addictions. Last week we talked about actually helping the ones you love. If any of them have addictions, illnesses, chronic conditions, today we're going to talk about addictions. And I'm going to call this show, Don't Judge the Addict. And this is a big thing in our country. Unfortunately, America is now the most drug-addicted, overweight, in-debt nation on the planet, which is really quite a shame because we are, we are one of the, the most, um, the richest, the healthiest in many ways. Uh, we, ha- we have more resources than, than any of the other countries, and we are really, really struggling. And, and I, I'm hoping that this really helps any of you that are either struggling with addictions, dependencies, compulsive behaviors, whatever that may be, and, and also for the people that know people that are struggling with, with these, these terrible conditions. And, and like I said last week, I want you to remember that nobody is asked permission when they get DNA. The DNA is just what, what we get. And we don't really get to choose our own DNA, which many of us would want to choose differently, I'm sure. And nobody wants to be an addict. Nobody wants an addiction. Most of, most, the majority of, uh, of people that struggle with addicts would, would much rather have a debilitating disease that's physical or an injury or any, anything other than an addiction, because addictions are, are just complicated, oppressive, depressing, shaming. It is just not a fun thing to have. So we really don't want to judge the addict. So what we're going to talk about this week, I'm going to kind of give you a rundown of all the different things we are going to be really looking at. And the first one is, we're going to look a lot at what does the Bible say about addictions? Where is God's stance on addictions? What really is an addiction? We're going to talk about the true nature of an addiction and understanding what that that truly is. We're going to talk about dependence and the difference between addictions, dependencies, dependence versus abuse of of any uh, substances. And we're going to talk also about compulsivity, impulsivity, how addictions oftentimes occur because we, if we carry them in our DNA, it's, it's always helpful to understand what kicked it off. 
What started it? Because there are many people that, that can do different types of um, mood-altering or, or addictive substances and not addict to them. So we're going to also talk about what does the Bible say about judging? And we are certainly not to judge others or ourselves. And so we're going to really talk about what is the, where's the Bible's stance on judging? And what does God say about that? Because it's a pretty serious issue for God when we take up judging. We're also going to talk about the difference between an excuse versus an explanation and why that would be relevant. And, and it is very, very important to understand the difference between an excuse and an explanation and why we would want to take some time discussing that. We're also going to talk about what creates and causes addictions. Because it's varied, there's, there's many reasons, there's many circumstances as to why someone becomes an addict, struggles with an addiction, how that happens, when it happens, and, and what may be some of the underlying causes that make someone more susceptible to an addiction and, and what might kick that addiction into a full-blown dependency. So many of that is we, we, we're going to look at trauma. Trauma, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome is, is a gr- one of the, the biggest underlying causes of addictions. So trauma in someone's life creates uh, uh, just a really good um, foundation for a, a, an addiction to develop. Chronic pain also is, causes people to be very susceptible to addictions. And, and that is different than dependency, and we are going to address those, those differences. The other causes that, that may create addictions are genetics. Like I said, none of us are, are asked permission about the DNA that we are given. And so there are genetic issues that are involved with addictions. Severe injury can create or kick off an addiction. We have all the different psychiatric disorders, such as anxiety disorders, depression, OCD, eating disorders, these types of things that many times come with addictions. A lack of coping skills. That's a huge one. And we've talked many times on this show about adults versus little kids and the ability to tolerate negative feelings. And when we treat addictions, many times what we find is that people that struggle with addictions have a very difficult time tolerating negative feelings, which means they are going to be more tolerant of bad behaviors. Some of it's a personality. Uh, People that struggle with addictions oftentimes are more high-risk taking. And so they are more adventure-seeking, and they are wanting an altered experience. They have a difficult time with calm. And we, our, our, um, our, our culture, unfortunately, struggles with calm. We have a very difficult time finding calm. And many times, addictions, substances, create a false calm. We also know that there's going to be a difference between substance addictions, compulsive disorders, and habits. And we're going to talk about the difference between what really constitutes an addiction, a substance addiction, a compulsive disorder, which is addicting, 
and the difference between that and, and habits and, and being habitual. We're going to look at warning signs of addictions and what questions we want to ask if we are concerned that someone that we love may be into an addiction. And any of, the, any of those of us that struggle with addictions, we're going to look at what would be some of the warning signs that would truly constitute a red flag. Because anyone that struggles with addictions struggles with denial, as do many of the people that love them. And we're going to talk about denial and what, how that serves the addict, but how that really doesn't serve the addict and what enabling may be and those codependent types of behaviors that oftentimes come with addictions. And so we're also going to look at some really good Bible verses that help us with addictions and how we look at them, how we support someone that struggles with an addiction and how we support ourselves if we are struggling with an addiction. And then we're going to look at other helps and all the different helps that are out there. And I'm hoping on Friday that we have a guest that has just recently opened up what we call an IOP, and it's a Christian intensive outpatient program here in the Valley. And, and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to get that together on this uh, coming Friday. So a lot of different um, resources we're going to talk about, and we're going to make sure that that's also on, on the website for, for, your, uh, for your help. So here we are. Let's talk about addiction. What The word addiction is widely used, loosely used, and more than often misused. So we're going to dispel any incorrect assumptions and judgments, myths about addictions, what they are, what they are not. And the more understanding and knowledge that you have, the, the more you will be able to be compassionate versus condemning and supportive versus codependent or enabling. If you are struggling with an addiction, the more understanding and knowledge you have, the better able you will be to not condemn and judge yourself. So the strictest sense of the word for an addiction is that it must have a substance or agent. That, that means there, there's a physiological change in the body and that the more chronic the addiction, the longer the addiction goes. If we remove that substance, that agent, the person could die if we don't do it appropriately. And many times when we are, we are treating people that are chronic alcoholics, we have to be very careful that we wean them off that alcohol because if they just go cold turkey, their body truly could die. And that's how serious dependencies are in an addiction. So a habit does not necessarily mean an addiction. If someone has a habit of every Friday night, they drink alcohol. That doesn't necessarily constitute being an alcoholic. It may not be healthy behavior. But if, if it's a habit and they're not necessarily overcome by the need for it, which means they are able to say no when they want to say no and yes when they want to say yes, that does not necessarily mean an addiction. Although addictive substances are dangerous. 
if we make a habit of using an addictive substance, it can turn into an addiction and a dependency. When we look at things like what we call food addictions, that's kind of an oxymoron because you can't really be addicted to food because we need food, and if we don't have food, we will die. Whereas with any of the other substances, we don't need those substances to live. So exercise, food, water, these types of things, the body has to have in order to live. That means that when we look at what we would call a food addiction, we are looking at food in the extreme. So it's either the hyper-control of food, the compulsive overeating, the bulimic that's binging and purging. When we are looking at those, that would be what we call a compulsive disorder. So we're going to look at these different words. Instead of always the word addiction, we're going to look at a lot of different ways that we look at behaviors in extreme. So addictions, this, this means that I'm devoting or surrendering myself to something habitually and excessively. So it causes the person to be physiologically dependent upon that substance or behavior. Because the addictive piece of it means that I get an altered experience and that I crave the altered experience and I, and I do anything I can to get that altered experience, even if it means dangerous behavior, the loss of a significant relationship, financial disarray. These types of things would mean that if we are looking at addiction as an umbrella word, that that's the devoting and the surrendering myself to something that is altering my experience and is not healthy on an ongoing basis. So if we break it up a little bit, what we see is that the issue of compulsive disorders is habitual and it's an irresistible impulse. It means I have to do it. And if somebody interrupts it, I'm going to be highly anxious, angry, upset. So what we, what we think about with compulsive disorders, they usually come under the, the, uh, the, the heading of anxiety disorders in, in many ways. So a compulsion is something I can't resist. I have to do it. If I don't do it, I have anxiety, I'm upset. When we look at eating disorders, we see them as more compulsive disorders. If we look at the word disorder, that's an abnormal state of the body or the mind. It's a lack of order. It's confusion. The disorder means that I'm doing something opposite or, or not natural to the being. And that's a disordered behavior, disordered way of thinking, a disordered way of feeling. Disease, this word, means it's an alteration of what the living body would be. It imp it's impaired. The functioning is impaired. And it can be a precursor to addiction. 
And we see addictions when they're in full bloom as a disease because it creates disorder within the body. And the body has to then adjust and act in a way that is not natural for the body to act. So when we look at disease, what we're understanding is that the body is altered and the body is now sick. It's weakened and, and it is not functioning at its highest level and at, in its natural level. If we look at the word habit, this can be a positive, this can be a negative. We want people to have healthy habits. We want them to go have the habit of going to bed on time, have the habit of drinking enough water, have a habit of healthy amount of exercise. As Christians, we want to have a habit of devotions, of prayer time with the Lord, a habit maybe of going to church on a more often than not regular basis and being a part of a church body. These are healthy habits. What happens when we have habits that turn into compulsions, we many times get addictions. And so habits are this usual manner of behavior. It's a behavior pattern. It's acquired by frequent repetition. And it can form a compulsion and an addiction. So the most difficult thing about understanding addictions is how unique they are to the individual and why different people addict to different things. Why would one pe person be more prone to alcohol, another person be more prone to uh, workaholism, which is an altered state as well? And that would be more a compulsive disorder. Why would someone be more prone to marijuana versus cocaine? Why would someone be more prone to painkillers versus nicotine? When we look at habits, what we're looking at is the, rep the repetitive behavior of something. That in and of itself is not unhealthy. What we look at with habitual use of something is whether or not it's a healthy something. Is what we're doing a healthy habit? If it's not a healthy habit, the brain, unfortunately, learns and it starts doing it for us. Once we create a habit, it is very difficult to break a habit. So if the habit is every Friday night I go out with my friends and I get drunk, that very quickly can turn into every Friday and Saturday night I get drunk and then I do Wednesday happy hour. Because the brain is hardwired to perform habits for us once it learns the habit. Now, when we look at dependency, this is really truly the quality or the state of being influenced by some subject, we're subject to something. And, and the dependency means we rely on that. Now, dependency is not always unhealthy. Our pets are dependent on us. We want them to be dependent. Our children are dependent on us. We are dependent on God. We are dependent on food. We are dependent on water. We're dependent on sleep. Dependencies in and of themselves are not unhealthy. It's what am I dependent on? 
Am I dependent on how you feel about me? So if you're upset with me, I can't tolerate that feeling, which means I need to alter my state. That means I might enter into addictive behaviors because I can't tolerate how you feel because I'm dependent on how you feel about me. When we look at dependency, we look at what is the agent the person is dependent upon. When we have people that have um, serious, serious injuries and we use pain medications, there is a dependency oftentimes that gets created. And everyone, not everyone that, that becomes dependent on a pain medication actually becomes addicted. Many times that dependency is just a given. But if we don't manage the pain, the person can't heal. So pain medications are, are a wonderful gift from God if they are done appropriately. But they need to truly be managed, monitored, and we need to make sure that we understand if this person has addictive tendencies, we have to be very, very careful because they may never get off the pain medication even after the injury is healed. So you can see how complicated addictions can be and how many and varied they can be and how individual they can be and how difficult they can be. Because addictions usher in a tremendous amount of shame and anxiety, and they have a tendency to perpetuate themselves. Because if somebody is addicted to something, they know this is not healthy. They then feel they need to cover, hide, protect, make excuses, and lie. Every time we enter into those types of behaviors, we're going to feel worse and worse about ourselves, which means we're going to want to alter our experience even more. So it's important to understand that destructive behaviors, they're not black and white. And the treatment solution for addictions is, is ne not necessarily black and white, but at one level is, because it simply requires abstinence. So the way we do the treatment is going to be unique and varied. But the issue as to whether or not the person that has addicted to something can learn to use it in moderation is, is probably one of the things that most addictionologists know is, is absolutely impossible. Once the brain is addicted, it's a neural net, it's learned it, it's memorized it, and even if you shut it down and it goes dormant, what happens to anyone that struggles with an addiction? They could not drink for 10 years. And if they start drinking, they will go back to the same amount they were drinking within a week. And, and this is why it's so important that we understand that it requires rigorous abstinence. And it's not, <laughs> simple does not always mean easy. I appreciate you listening today. This is the, we're coming to the end of the show here. Tomorrow we are going to really delve into addictions, what they really are, how we categorize them, and the difference between dependency and abuse and what the Bible says about judging. So make sure you check out the website. You can listen to the show in its entirety. 
all the social media. I appreciate you always being participatory in. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you tomorrow. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.